you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football! The matchup is set for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Purdy, McCaffrey, the Niners, Mahomes, Kelsey, and the Chiefs. Those are your main characters. How opening weekend goes remains to be seen. Sunday, February 11th on CBS. Welcome inside. Good morning, all yeah. presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. Monday, January 29th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Kyle, how'd those games make you feel yesterday? I feel good. I like to have closure. We got our two Super Bowl teams. We get to talk about them for two weeks. I felt... The AFC game was ugly and underwhelming. I was really disappointed by Baltimore. Kansas City won. They deserved it. I wanted more of a showdown. This Mm -hmm. is Lamar, Mahomes, and they were just really flat, and basically they they scored one touchdown early, and then that was it. The NFC game, dramatic as hell. The AFC game was underwhelming. All right, so Jason, do your first assignment then. (laughs) Let's get to it. Time for the lead box. Chiefs and Ravens. (laughs) Chiefs win this one on the road in Baltimore, M&T Bank Stadium, all the Ravens legends, 17 to 10. They're victorious. They're heading to Vegas. And our guy, James Palmer, he caught up with Patrick Mahomes after the win. We get. I was told by multiple people in your building you were a man possessed this week. What is it like going and winning this game on the road this time? Yeah, no, it was it was unreal. I mean, that's a great football team, every single aspect, and our guys stepped up to the challenge. It's been a, it's been a fun year. I mean, a lot of adversity we battled through, but we're not done yet. You know, we're gonna we're gonna carry this momentum into the Super Bowl and try to go win that thing. You've been through a lot this year, but it was old Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes today. What worked so well between the two of you? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I knew he was gonna show up. He always does. When the, when the lights get brighter, he, he plays better. Um, and so I'm gonna trust him at all times. I'm gonna throw it to him one-on-one matchups, and he made plays happen. All right, go enjoy this, man. Appreciate you, bro. All right. Peter Schrager continues to quote, heart of a champion, don't don't underestimate the heart of a champion. And yeah. Patrick Mahomes is like laughing in the face of adversity all season long. He's like, it was a fun season. I'm like, no, people doubted you, yet you still had fun doing it. How many different <laughs> ways do you want to see Mahomes rise above? I, look, at some point, we're going to be doing this for 10 days, and it's going to be a lot of Mahomes talk and a lot of Kelsey talk and, quite frankly, probably a lot of Taylor Swift talk. So be yep. ready. But you know what? 
they've earned it. Yep. Maybe not Taylor, but the other two have earned it, okay? The other two have earned it, and I'll say this about this Chiefs run. This one feels a little bit different in that they're the underdogs in all these games. They went into Buffalo as underdogs. They won. Yesterday, they weren't only underdogs. It went from being like, ah, they're field goal underdogs to almost being a seven-point underdog, and then I see them celebrating after the game. They're not done. Like, they are not done. This wasn't some accomplishment to get to another Super Bowl. No team has won consecutive Super Bowls since the 2003 2004 New England Patriots. Right. They're knocking on the door for legendary conversation stuff right now. And it's so fitting they're playing the Niners, who they got their first Super Bowl win with. But of course, the Niners being really the class of the NFC over the past several years. The two best teams of this last half decade have been the Niners and the Chiefs. And they're going to do it again. I look at Andy, I look at Mahomes, Look at Chris Jones. All of these guys have different stories. If you want to just go from the Chris Jones story, Mm -hmm. Chris Jones was in this lengthy contract holdout. Week one, they play the Lions. Chris Jones is watching from up in the stands as as an independent member, not with the team because he's holding out. He does get the contract, and he says, you know what? I'll sign a deal that everyone in the Twitter world and everyone in salary cap world and all the people in the league are going to scoff at, and I'll just laden it with incentives after the got the sacks incentives, got the AFC Championship game incentive, also got the Super Bowl incentive. Yep. He just made about $4 million over the last three weeks, Chris Jones, and he's the last one laughing because he'll be a free agent if he wants to mm. he'll hit it again. All these different Chiefs players, they all have a story. The Chiefs staff has a player, but like, we were walking around the field before the game. Yeah. Those Chiefs guys were not in like a joking mood. I got to, the beauty of being at the game is you can talk to the players, talk mm-hmm, to the coaches, mm-hmm. and it's like, we're here for business. And they were here for business, and that business is not finished yet. They still have one more step to go. Mm. Mahomes is, is, is 14 and three in the playoffs. <laughs> it's like, it's a stupid stat. 14 and three. And what's so great about Mahomes is if you follow football, like, you can easily rattle off his playoff losses because they stick out so much. So like, so he lost to you guys when you were with the Pats when he was like a baby. Yeah. He's got the weird Super Bowl to Brady when no one blocked for him. And then he's got the one to Burrow and, and Arrowhead. That's yeah. it. That's the only losses Crazy. he's had. And they're all close. One of them is an overtime. Like, yeah. It's just, it's 14 and three. It's four Super Bowls in five years. Oh. It's ridiculous. And it's not like in some weird pocket of time. It's the most talented AFC with the best offenses and the best quarterbacks. There's five other alleged killers in the AFC. It just doesn't matter. He just goes right through them. And I think that relates to, look, Josh Allen's supposed to win one of these years. That was last week. The Dolphins were supposed to be the next new offensive machine. That was a couple weeks ago. This was the Ravens' year. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's in the wrong era. And I do think, look, Lamar yesterday, tough, tough bubble of a couple really cool highlights. Not nearly enough. Guys, he threw a pass and then caught it. Who cares? Like, just a cool highlight. It was, they, they, he didn't have enough. Here's the deal. Here's here's the legacy of this game. The Ravens' offensive drives. You come out in maybe the most electric atmosphere in NFL history. You go to quick three and out. Three and out. Three and out. Three and out. It was like a flat three and out. Then you go to touchdown. Here we go. Then it goes fumble, punt, 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 fumble, interception, field goal, Cabo. That was it. That was their offensive drive in the first AFC title game ever in the biggest game in Maryland in 70 years and Ray. Just flat. They scored one touchdown early and then never did it again. I know the Chiefs defense is good. It's a huge amount of shortcomings for Lamar and for the Ravens and like the the most memorable image of this game, the most memorable game ever in Baltimore history was Lamar throwing his helmet at the end of the game after just an unconscionable interception that like you can't make that play. You're a superstar. Isn't it going to be weird? 
like NFL honors in Las Vegas, he's going to show up and be really cool and like he's going to win MVP. It's like, ugh, I still have that hangover of just an awful, mm. awful. What did we do this year? We beat the Texans. Like we beat the Texans the mm, wildcard round. That's nice. that's, 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 that's all it felt like, or in the divisional round. Strange, What's, strange. What game. is the NBA equivalent? Is it Patrick Ewing? Like it's Patrick Ewing, or it's like it's like Carmelo, or it's like oh. CP3. You know, like they're just great talents, yeah. and like, and then this like, or maybe like Blake Griffin yeah. when he was young, and he would just like, you'd go and you'd Exciting. be like, wow, that guy's amazing, and I love him. But what is what is the end product? We have to get to the point with Lamar now, guys. Where what is it all amounted to? I really like him, and he's a great player. I mean, that was a rough, rough. The, the pick, the pick on the likely pass, because you're still in this game. It's inexcusable, Jason. I, you said it. There was a team meeting of defensive backs, but they were driving. Like in that moment, if he doesn't make that interception, it doesn't break their back. They get a field goal from Tucker. They're in this game. It's a crushing interception. It was. And to Kyle's point, yeah. every play by the Ravens on offense was hard. There was mm -hmm. nothing simple. Mm -hmm. You're watching Mahomes on offense, and the Ravens come with a blitz, and right away he catches the ball and he gets a quick screen out to Kelsey or to somebody, to Rasheed Rice, and you're like. Like, all right, that's their plan when they bring pressure. It just seemed the execution was more flawless on certain plays where every single play was Lamar breaking off of a sack, then throwing a deep, rolling around. It seemed so hard to come by positive plays. And that goes back to this Chiefs team of how well they game plan, how well they executed when they got out there. And, Peter, you said it. This team felt different because it was different. You look at Christmas Day. They're playing the Raiders, and we're watching that game, mm -hmm. and we're seeing a full meltdown happen on the sideline. Mahomes is yelling at guys. Kelsey's is slamming his helmet, yep. and it just seemed like we're all talking about. We came in that next day, and it was just like, damn, I don't know about this Chiefs team. Mm -hmm. It seems like this is it. They've been eliminated for the number one seed in the AFC. They've never gone on a roll in a playoff game. Mahomes has never had to do that. This isn't going to be the team. And it's like, aha, yes, we are. They finished out the season. They win two meaningless games, the Bengals and somebody else. Chargers. In the Chargers no game, 12-13, nobody played. The biggest thing from that game was Chris Jones, his incentives for the sacks. Right, and they right. were cheering, going right. off on the sideline. And then the playoffs start. And it's just like, they become a different team. The way they were, they've maneuvered on offense, the way they've executed, the points they put up. Valdez Scantling has stepped up and made big play after big play. And this is the end result. Them celebrating with those two guys, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, making plays all throughout Championship Sunday to get them to that stage. So this is a completely different team. LeJarrius Sneed was in tears after the game yeah. as Ross Tucker interviewed him on the field. And he said to him, why so emotional? He said, because everybody doubted us this season. Nobody believed that we would be here and here we are. Such a cool moment for that. You know what? Can I make a benign football fan observation that the Chiefs, what are we saying, six times at the AFC title game, four trips to the Super Bowl in the last five years. Watching the experience through Taylor Swift's facial expressions and eyes is actually kind of an amazing thing. Like this person who, if you didn't know who she was, she is in a relationship with this guy who is at the top of his game, at the top of his position, potentially the best tight end to ever play. And she's looking at him like, I can't believe you just did that. And everyone else is like, of course they did that. They're the Kansas City Chiefs. It's actually kind of awesome mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. watching her react Way that she did. I also consider the way the year started the minus Eric B. Enemy factor in all of this and just the discomfort mm -hmm. that we assume this offense was going to have. It was almost worse for everyone else in the league that the Chiefs had to figure out different ways to win and different ways to conduct their business all season long because this is the byproduct you get of that. All those little speed bumps and the yelling on the sideline and the, the, the bills, the false start and mm -hmm. the offsides and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. This is the unfortunate gift that everyone in the 49ers have to unwrap now. 
is a Chiefs team that had all these issues, and now it seems like they have no issues. They figured out all of their problems on offense, and they are just clicking. Why do we get hooked, though, every year? Why are we like, I don't know, they got it. They ne it never matters. They nope. They're going to be there. It's like, I feel the same way about, why do we always get hooked into thinking the Cowboys are going to be great this year, and then, like, they never do? Mm. Why do we get hooked into, like, I don't care if Kelsey's throwing his helmet. Yeah, no. I don't care what happens in the middle of the season. I don't care if Marquez does that. Who cares? Yeah, me, They'll figure ask. it out, Peter. Last year it was does, Tyreek. Does the, yeah. does the experience factor play a role? They came in there, they were so confident. Mm -hmm. They were not shaking. It did yesterday. I think you felt it. Like, mm -hmm. they never wavered. Even when the, the Ravens kept on coming back, it was like they would always make the key play. They would always stop them. I think now you have the institutional knowledge, and when we do this as picks in the media, we look at the season in a silo, but we don't look at the six years, and we don't look at the 20 guys who have been through this, and the coaching staff that is coaching all these playoff games. We look at it, look how good the Ravens are this year. But I think all that stuff from all the previous years and all the big games and all the big moments, I think it plays a role on the biggest stage. Mm. It did, I think. It did. You, you look at the personal fouls that the Ravens got late in that game with all the trash talking. The way they started the game, the Chiefs came out hot. It, it did feel like it played apart especially in that one mm -hmm. and didn't we do that i wasn't a part of the show when it was happening but with the tom brady screaming at guys and like it, it's almost sure. like a car crash that you're like if this is happening to the patriots i want to be watching it i sure. want to be watching it yeah. unfold it's almost like you're baiting the chiefs into having this not go well and they're just like we're not taking the bait we're going to bait other people into our trap and then we're going to get you and we'll be back at the super bowl again mm -hmm. tom pelicero good morning to you coaching news on the wire from the morning after the championship sunday please Jamie, we have two remaining head coaching vacancies, one with the Seahawks, one with the Commanders, and two coaches that we saw on Sunday are central figures in both those searches, Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson and Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. So here's what we've got left in coaching search season, and granted some of the timing on this, a little bit tentative since those seasons just ended on Sunday. For the Seahawks, they are scheduled to interview Ben Johnson later on today in Detroit, then continue on to the Baltimore area for an interview with Mike McDonald on Tuesday morning. For the Commanders, they are interviewing Ravens associate head coach and defensive line coach Anthony Weaver for a second time this afternoon, scheduled to get with Mike McDonald tonight. Then have Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn on Tuesday morning, then get Ben Johnson in Detroit later on Tuesday. That's also where they're scheduled to speak with Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn. That is it. As of now, in terms of the interviews here, all those coaches, because they're not going to the Super Bowl, eligible to be hired immediately, should have some clarity on these searches by the end of the week, if not in maybe 48 hours or so here. We do have clarity already on who the Eagles offensive coordinator is going to be in 2024. That is Kellen Moore, the former Cowboys offensive coordinator, spent last season with the Chargers, still a rising coach at the age of 35. Now he takes on a big task, replacing Brian Johnson in Philadelphia, trying to turn around an Eagles offense that really struggled down the stretch and get Jalen Hurts back to MVP form. Jamie? Yeah, I mean, MVP... MVP potential for your quarterback. We've said it last hour. We'll say it again. It's a great job for anybody in the league that wants to go run an offense. Congratulations, Kellen Moore and the Eagles. Hopefully, that's a match made High in heaven. Expectations. Tom, thank you very mm -hmm. much. Exactly. Draft coverage is upon us. Oh, and he's back to facing the Cowboys, the team that he used to work for twice a year. NFL Network will be your home for the 2024 NFL Draft. East-West Shrine Bowl coming up Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Then it's the Reese's Senior Bowl Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern. 
and then coverage of your 2024 NFL Scouting Combine presented by Noble begins Monday, February 20th. You know what this is? This is Daniel Jeremiah's season, man. Let's hey, go. baby. Let's go. He's been, he's been in the lab. He's ready to go. <laughs> hey, Mr. DJ. Ted is in a binder right now, and DJ is preparing. He's preparing to predict a trade between two top five teams, and then he's just going to blow everyone's mind. Still to come. Speaking of mind-blowing, Chiefs defense shut down Lamar and the Ravens in their own house. Can they do it against San Francisco? Plus, historic season comes with that. Detroit. The Lions season is over. There's a lot to chew on from that. Dan Campbell's taking some. Does he deserve it? What are your thoughts? Tweet us at GMFB. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good morning, football. I'm not 
frustrated at all. Um, I'm, I'm angry about, you know, losing. Uh, we're a game away from the Super Bowl. Uh, we've been waiting all this time, all these moments for an opportunity like this, and we fell. Um, but, but I feel like our team, we're going we gonna to build. You know, this offseason is going get, to get right, um, get better, grind, and try to be in this position again, but on the other side, a victory. What a difference a week makes for Lamar Jackson. A near-perfect game in the divisional round against the Texans. And then yesterday, two turnovers, 10 points, and a loss, all happening at home. It's just not what anyone thought this Ravens offense specifically was going to do. Defense held the Chiefs 17. Offense couldn't click. Uh, what do we make of how things ended for Lamar Jackson, Peter, this season? Yeah, this isn't how they want it. This is one of those where you look at it and you say, okay, just like we said with Buffalo last week with Josh Allen, a lot of similar things. Cincinnati didn't have Joe Burrow this year. Sean Watson wasn't in Cleveland mm. this year. You had the home field. You had the number one. They're coming to your building. You're the healthier team. They didn't have Tooney. They didn't have Willie. Like, all this stuff. Mm. And you start wondering, was that our was that our time? Like, was that the opportunity? Because they have 20 free agents and, like, good free agents. Mm. They got Odell Beckham as a free agent who is on a one-year deal. You know, we, we love Zeitler. He's a free agent. All those different guys that won't be there next year. Matabuke, or I said it wrong, Matabike. He's a free agent. So you have all these big names, and it's like, it felt like this was the year. And that's the hardest thing for Ravens fans this morning. And I think we've had a lot of fan bases in Detroit especially right now are thinking, wait, is that, was that the year? Like, did we just miss it? Did it just zoom on by like a train? We scored one touchdown at home. That's how it ended? Mm -hmm. Come on. It was, it was tough. And fans brought it. I think the front office put the, the team on the field. And then you wonder, like, Todd Munkin's game plan, like, where'd it go? Five carries from the running backs? Five carries from the running backs in an entire football game. That's a one-score game. Completely abandoned the run. Lamar looked jittery at times. Of course, threw a terrible interception, the one to likely. Zay Flowers, of course, unfortunate play. I just, there's this feeling, and I, I to break the fourth wall, we've talked about this. My family's all from Baltimore. They're diehard Ravens fans, so I hear it. I see it. It's like, there's this feeling that, yeah, 2012 was like this miracle run that we went into Denver and we went into New England and then mm -hmm. nothing was stopped. This wasn't that, but this was like, we're the better team. And they weren't yesterday. They were not as on their P's and Q's, obviously. And you start to wonder, was this going to be their best opportunity? I hate to put a cap on that. Maybe next year they use this as fuel and they go and they burn through the league and they're the top team and they win. Mahomes will be back next year. But Mahomes is going to be back yeah. next year. And so will Burrow and so will Watson and so many other things will happen. And I, I just didn't feel like this was their best effort. In fact, I think it was their worst game of the year, and they saved mm. it for the AFC Championship game. It's a tough pill to swallow. And that's what was tough about it, because as you're watching that game, and to Kyle's point, what he said earlier in the show, we had a great NFC Championship game, and you were expecting this AFC matchup. We have Lamar Jackson on one side, Patrick Mahomes on the other side, and two great defenses. We're expecting this great duel of two really good football teams, and we didn't really get it from the Baltimore Ravens side. The Chiefs started out fast, and the first two drives, they go down, they put two touchdowns on the board. And from that point on, the Ravens' defense kind of settled down. They forced a lot of punts. From that point on, only gave up three points. And the Ravens' offense just never got going. You talked about the lack of production or attempts from the running back room. I think beyond that, of watching Lamar was disappointing because all season long, we talked about how much better he was this year in an MVP type of season. And then the addition of Todd Monk and him throwing the ball from the pocket and all of these different things. We're like, that's why this Ravens team is different. And this is why they're going to be able to get over the hump. But as you watch that game Sunday, every time they drop back to pass, 
yes, Lamar had some amazing plays, the one where he shakes off and throws it to Zay Flowers, where he catches his own pass. But in between those amazing plays, there were a lot of ones where you're kind of scratching your head, where it's a blitz from the Chiefs and there's no routes going to the middle of the field, or he's holding on to the ball and he's moving around, and they're not able to really get anything going. I think that was a disappointing. If we would have had a game where Lamar had this terrific game, Mahomes had, and in the end, the Chiefs just came out on top, you're like, okay, like they fought hard. But watching that game, it just it wasn't enough from the Ravens' side, especially offensively, of what they were able to do and execute. It's frustrating. The Lions lost. Like, the Lions made some great plays. They had, they made some incredible efforts. They they showed up. They just they kind of blew it. I feel like we just didn't get the Ravens' best shot at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no shame in losing to the Chiefs. That The Chiefs, just not like that. An early touchdown, and then that's it. And we have this prolific talent, and he's home, and the smoke. It's just, it just amounted to nothing. I'm not mad that the Ravens lost. I'm mad that they didn't really show up with much at all. And now we're at this place where I, I mentioned Patrick Holmes is 14 and three in the playoffs. It's an unbelievable record. Lamar's two and four. Two and four. Yeah. That's terrible. I and mean, it's a terrible record for a guy who's going to have a second MVP. What MVPs two times this young? He has as many MVPs as playoff wins. And, like, the playoff wins are not exactly, like, a historic instant 30 for 30 type wins either. We beat the Texans at home and we beat the Titans. Those are our wins. So, listen, it's just the, it's part of the, uh, in the vacuum of being in the Mahomes era. Like, just ask, go ahead and ask Josh Allen. Ask all these other guys. He wins. He's 14 and three. He doesn't really lose playoff games. Mahomes' only two losses outside of a Super Bowl are not only in title games, they're in overtime of title games, so you can't even beat him in regulation of a title game. Those are the only three. One in the Super Bowl when he really had no chance, one to Jason's Patriots teams in overtime, and one to the Bengals in overtime against Burrow. That's it for the whole damn career. 14-3. and 14-3, and three, four Super Bowls in five years. You know, we, we would get wrapped up in Brady so much, all his numbers. Like, Mahomes' numbers are going to be better than Brady's. Many of them already are about where they are in life. So welcome to the next 14 days of Patrick Mahomes as God. And, like, he's earned it, and he's incredible, and he's humble, and he's a great teammate. He's just, like, the perfect specimen. And until one of these guys, I'm talking to you, Lamar, Joss, Justin, Tua, who the hell else, you have to beat him. Yeah. Joe Burrow did it one time. Somebody else has to beat this guy, or we're going to do it every year, talk about how good he is and what a great guy he is, and he deserves it. Sorry, it's the Mahomes era. Welcome to it. Lamar's got two. Purdy's got four already. Playoff wins. Yeah. Playoff wins. Postseason wins. Peter, something you touched on earlier in the show kind of intrigued me, which was we were talking about how the Ravens could fathom five running back calls to hand the ball off and run the ball. You said they didn't want to do it that way. It's the Steve Smagnuolo defense that forced me to do it that way. I respectfully hear that. However, if he really did try, Todd Munkin, to run the ball, I would have thought 10 attempts, 15 attempts, good for 15 yards. Like, I need the run game to be stopped. I need it before I am convinced that, like, man, they really tried. It doesn't seem like they tried. Yeah, they didn't go to their they didn't go to their bread and butter. They were the best rushing team in the league all season long by a lot, by a landslide. Like, yeah. historically good rushing team, and they've been in the run. Mm. They were the only team in NFL history to have more rushes than passes and be at that point in the season. Is that right? And to your point, Gus Edwards in the first half had one carry for 15 yards. What happened? So they were shutting them down, and they just did the game. I think got away and they just started throwing the ball a lot but mm. Gus Edwards three carries Justice Hill three carries. Mm. It was so interesting Kyle you also pointed out to Lamar's just the body language of like when things started to break down he didn't look like Lamar the rest of the regular season where like things were breaking down in the regular season we're like so impressed by how he was his candor and how he was carrying himself conducting business. Things were breaking down yesterday and Lamar looked chaotic he didn't know where to go guys weren't open he looked befuddled. He did before and after he said I'm angry after the game. We are now I just said it we have 13 days and Peter, you're Mr. Chief, and you've yeah. picked the Chiefs. How are you 
are you feeling about 13 days in front of us of more Chiefs hype and more Chiefs adulation? It's a lot, but we're the NFL network and it's the story of the NFL. And it's like, Damn right. there's this feeling of like, we want new faces, we want it, but like, we have to respect the Kings. They are the Kings. They're mm -hmm. the defending champions and they're about to be historic themselves. If they win their second straight Super Bowl title, they're the first since Brady and Belichick did it in 03, 04. Mm -hmm. So like, We'll give them the show. This is it. The Damn next 13 right. days, mm -hmm. a lot of Chief stuff. Peter had a great flex yesterday, which was Melissa Etheridge selfie video looking so smug at halftime. The ultimate Chiefs fan. <laughs> she tagged, I think, the NFL, the mm -hmm. Chiefs, and Peace Rags in the tweet. That. Yeah. Just Melissa Etheridge. I'm like, Peter, I'm right. you're not the league, the you're not the team, you're Shregs, and here's Melissa Etheridge sending, she looked awesome. Uh, she was thrilled. Window. Draft coverage is upon us. Who are the new faces that are going to be in Philadelphia or 31 other places? NFL Network will be your home for the 2024 NFL Draft. This week, coming up, you got the East-West Shrine Bowl, Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Then it's the Reese's Senior Bowl, Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern. And then it all kicks off to Monday, February 26th. It's the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine coverage presented mm. by Noble. Begins Monday at the end of February. We will be fresh off of relaxation post-Super Bowl and starting your Combine coverage early and often. Still to come on our show, though, today, game balls to hand out. Players, coaches, a fan, Melissa Etheridge, I don't care. Give your game ball up. Plus... So we just talked about Lamar a lot. He's going to probably win the MVP. Nance mentioned it several times in the broadcast that he's the MVP. But the season is over in the title game round. More about the Ravens, more about all four teams this week, and wall-to-wall -wall NFL. Don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Game ball time from Championship Sunday. Game balls to give away from top performers. Jason, you go first. I'm going with the guy that had the best performance of the weekend. He was unbelievable, and he had a headset on. I'm going with Steve yeah. Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. Those guys were donning a shirt that said, in Spags we trust, after the game. Spagnuolo said he was humbled and embarrassed, but he loved it. The guys had fun with it, and they went out there and they executed the game plan. He talked about how smart the players, players are, how much they believe in it, but it was flawless. The way they went out there and just dominated Lamar Jackson in this offense. Spags blitzed him 50% of the time. He got home. Lamar and that Ravens offense looked uncomfortable the entire game. So my game ball goes to Steve Spagnola. Hasn't got any head coaches interviews, but he's been a terrific defensive coordinator all year long. Good call. We love Spags, and Spags we trust. Kyle, you said something earlier on the show that I loved. You said watching Travis Kelsey, like, you were inspired. I think I was, was. too, watching that in the biggest moments, this guy just shows up. And what a testament to everybody. When you need the person the most, the guy who's the most famous, the guy who's the most celebrated, the guy who has brought the most eyeballs to this team this year than any other player, Kelsey was amazing yesterday. Kelsey, this play here by Mahomes is insane, but Kelsey's on the other end on this flop of a ball. Kelsey, 11 targets yesterday. Got thrown to 11 times. How many catches? 11. I know there's people saying Travis Kelsey isn't what he used to be, and I understand this might be the last ride in some eyes. It might be. Guess what? He's saving the best for last. He was awesome in Buffalo. He was awesome in Baltimore. Can only imagine he's going to be awesome the next time. And in the process, breaks the GOAT's record. Travis Kelsey, 156 receptions in the playoffs all time. The single most by any player in the history of the sport. And he had 11 and 116 in a touchdown yesterday. How about Tyreek's uh, on there too, product of Mahomes? Right, you know, right. Like those Shout are his out guys. Jerry Rice. Right? Crazy. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, we see you. Inspiring was a great word, Kyle. I respect that and I respect Travis Kelsey. His performance this month has been awesome. Travis Kelsey, my seven-year-old daughter's favorite football player now. We have this going on at my house. My daughter, Evelyn, yeah. she doesn't watch football. She has come up to me and says, if Travis Kelsey scores, come and get me. And I bring her in, and I'm serious. She sees the reaction shot in that booth, and she freaks she out. It. it is a real thing. She loves Travis Kelsey. She doesn't know yeah. anything about him other than one thing. My game ball goes to Brandon Ayuk. I think he made the biggest play of the weekend, the 49ers wide receiver. The massive play, we saw it. This changed the game. He only had a few catches on it, but this was so big right here, and they called him down. Sure enough, a few plays later, he would score a touchdown. And I just, I, I have so much respect for Ayuk. Think about him. He's drafted a few years back. He's in the same draft class, same round as C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, yeah. these rock stars. And he's kind of just been quietly working. Even on San Francisco, so much of the oxygen gets sucked up by Kittle and Debo and McCaffrey. He is a guy who showed up in a huge moment, mm. made the biggest play of their season. I've always respected how he goes about his business. And then sure enough, he's got this charm afterwards and says, I got a ladybug that landed on my shoe before the game, and that's why I had good luck good to luck. make the catch. I love everything he has going on. Ayuk going to be a huge, huge part of the Super Bowl. I go to game ball to the guy throwing Brandon Ayuk the ball and Brock Purdy. You're going to hear a lot about Brock Purdy over the next two weeks. One of my favorite stories from him is in high school, before his junior, he had mono. Loses 20 pounds, can't get his body right, can't get recruited. Before his senior year, gets his hand stuck in a cactus playing paintball, trying to protect himself, can't throw a football properly, can't get recruited. He was delayed on the recruiting trail, goes to Iowa State, has an awesome career, gets drafted last. The point is, for the first time in 30 years yesterday, a quarterback threw for over 150 yards in one half. He rushed for over 45 yards in one half. He completed over 80% of his passes. He averaged 10 yards per carry on those rushes, and he didn't turn the ball over. And that quarterback that did it was Brock Purdy. 
paintball, cactus, going to the Super Bowl for mm. Las Vegas. That play was awesome. The was. That play was awesome. Was. Just, and Yushek was Maybe. like, wait, wait, yep. wait. Yeah. Okay, I'll catch you now. <laughs> It's not going to be the same Pro Bowl without you, Shek. He's gone 37 years ah, in a row. you're right. And he's not going to be there. It's it's like his, the Pro Bowl Invitational. Kyle, talk Shek. about that. How upset the Niners guys were to be at the Pro Bowl last year. You always mention this. Last year, I was at the Pro Bowl in Las Vegas, and it was a few days after that crazy loss to Philadelphia yep. when Brock Purdy got hurt. And I've seen a lot of players, after they lose games, they turn the page. Those guys were ashen, and they were confused. I'm talking about Juszczyk, Kittle, McCaffrey. I talked to all of them, and I just said, God, what happened in that game? And they're we don't really know. They couldn't even explain mm. it. Year later, going to the How Super cool Bowl. is that? Really cool. Going I think back. a lot of that had to do with how much they thought that game would have been different if Brock Purdy yeah. had not gotten hurt 30 seconds into the game. And look what he has done now. You better believe we're going to see a lot of footage from this Super Bowl. Here's the most famous play in Chiefs history. Yes, yeah, it. Sure. It's the Wasp play. After a timeout and a review, Eric Bieniemy says, let's do it. And Mahomes says, should we run Wasp? Yeah, we run Wasp. Tyreek Hill gets lost in coverage. Totally changes the tenor of the game. Down 10 in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl. Mahomes completes this for a first down after a long wait to get back on the field after a review. They move the chains, and the rest was written. Mahomes has mm. now since won not only that Super Bowl, another Super Bowl, and he's going to his fourth Super Bowl this coming. So long ago, Fred Warner doesn't have hair. I know. It's crazy oh, like that. Crazy. I remember the shot of Salah on the sidelines, just heartbroken mm. after that. So Peter mentioned it. The, the Chiefs were down 10. They come back to win. And in another clip, you're going to see a lot of the next two weeks. George Kittle was mic'd up in the closing moments of the Super Bowl as the Niners know that they're going to lose and their fate is sealed. And Kittle had a few words to himself about what was going to happen, what he was going to make happen. Check this out. I will be back here. I will be back here. And I will be back with a vengeance. You will not get the best of me, no sir. It's awesome. And guess what? Kittle's going back. Now listen, he lost two different title games and his chance to go back. He lost to the Rams. He lost to the Eagles. But Kittle's sitting there saying, I will be back. Mm. You have not seen the last of me. He's going back to the Super Bowl. So happy for George. So happy for San Francisco. They are back. And guess who's waiting for him? The same exact team again. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. We, we love mic'd up segments. That tone of his voice. He's not saying that to the guy standing next to him. He's not mm -hmm. saying it because he's staring at a camera. He's literally, he's legitimately saying that to himself. Like, yeah. as he, it, is a, it is a thought that's out loud that we now have to bear witness to years later. Yeah, really cool. And obviously, we're going to talk a lot about the 49ers and about the Chiefs going forward. We just watched the Ravens and the Lions season come to a close. And the experience for those two teams, we used to call it a crash landing because you go into that game and you're already thinking about plans for Vegas and what it's going to be like to play in your first Super Bowl, for golf to go back, and then just like that, the season ends. And for those guys, it's tough to go home and now have to move on and get ready for the next season. And to your point, for Kittle making it to the Super Bowl and sitting there on the sideline knowing that the game has slipped out of their grasp and now he's going back. Such a cool moment, not only for him, but for this Chiefs team because they said it. They've been the underdogs this entire season. The Niners story is really cool. Kyle hit on it. They've been to two championship games, but the knock on Kyle Shanahan is that this guy gives up leads in the fourth quarter. Of course, 28-3, to you know about the Falcons Super Bowl, mm -hmm. but even in the last couple years, in that Super Bowl, they're up 10 in the fourth quarter. Against the Rams, they're up 10 in the fourth quarter, and they gave those mm -hmm. leads away. For them to be the team that comes back from 17 points, and then from last week, after being down five, and the stat was against Green Bay, Kyle Shanahan 0-30 in the fourth quarter when down by five or more. They won that game, too. This could be a cool <laughs> redemption story for the Niners as they're now the comeback team when they've been known as the team that gives these leads away. Well, I think it's funny. We played another clip of Kittle from last night. 
I think he was being asked by Omar Ruiz about now you go back and face the Chiefs getting kills like yeah you guys are going to be talking about that a lot and we are of course we are it's different Jimmy Garoppolo is not starting for the yep. 49ers Emmanuel Sanders there's a million guys who are different it's still Shanahan versus Reed it's still a lot of the same players and listen I think if they're being candid I probably imagine the Niners would have liked to see the Ravens win that game I really do they're going to go into this game and the other team has a better quarterback, and they have a better defense right now, too. The Chiefs defense is playing better than the Niners defense. So the take about how the Niners are going to win this, it's going to be very difficult. I don't know what the early line is. I haven't seen any of that yet. Maybe that's out there, but it's kind of poetic. Shanahan wants to slay a dragon. He has to do it against the same team that did it last time. Well, speaking of the line, the narrative has been that the Chiefs have been deemed the underdog going on the road during this playoff run, and yet somehow they do the insurmountable or what they're not supposed to do, and they come out victorious two times in a row. They go to Buffalo, and they go to Baltimore. I said it last week, the other week, if I'm whoever, and it ends up being the 49ers, that has to face the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I am calling Vegas in advance and saying, please don't make us the favorite. Please make them the favorite. It doesn't help anybody if I think we're Right now, it's like around a point, but it's it's going to move so much over the next couple weeks. But I love the Shanahan-Andy Reid thing. Sure. Like it's just these two great coaches that are so bright, I think really well-liked, interesting guys that have great press conference moments, lines, history. Just a, a fantastic matchup. The numbers are this. The, the Niners have nine players who played in that game. The Chiefs have eight who are still mm -hmm. in the roster. So it is a rematch, but, but there's 30-something so guys who haven't been yeah. in that game, which makes it so interesting. And trust all the coaching staffs, a lot of those have changed. And no matter what, the Chiefs are going to feel like the mm -hmm. underdogs going into mm -hmm. this game. I think that has been their season. Whether they're favored mm -hmm. or not, they're going to feel like that team that everybody gave up on earlier in the season, and they're going to try to make a show of it. It was a very therapeutic Monday. Do we feel like we exercised some demons for the Lions and the Ravens, Stephanie? Yeah, there's some more to come on that. A lot of off-season talk about well, this. Well, we is Super Bowl <laughs> talk. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.